0: Universe 7 And we juice the 2 and five. Trying to impress me, pulling out all the stops Making my dizzy when you tell me what you want I just wanted you Never thought you know this. Thought that you should know. I'm already so much. Never let me go. You had me at a low, 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 low. Low, 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 Yo! What is going on, Avocabro? It's your boy, Jared, the TRX for Washington here. Gentle Fitness Company Studio. Today is February 16th. 2022 and it's Wednesday's hump day and uh you know I have an interesting uh interesting episode for you today I was actually talking to a a client of mine and we were talking about her fitness journey she was actually in a in a little bit of a plateau and we talked about that and uh, I think we got her past that that plateau but uh this is more than just fitness you know there's times where you just feel like you need to you need to quit And I I can tell you, there's been a lot of instances in my life, and I'm sure that you've had a lot of instances. instances. I'm sure you have a lot of similar instances in your life. You know, sometimes you just feel like you got to quit. But I'm here to tell you that sometimes that's a good idea, sometimes it's not. We're going to talk about why and when that is a good idea. So without further ado, let's go and get this episode underway. Season 9, episode 17. When is it okay to quit? Let go. all right so uh today we're gonna to be talking about uh, should you quit you know and there's a there's a lot of different <laughs> a lot of different philosophies behind this and i would have to tell you that uh the question the answer to the question should you quit well the answer really is a resounding maybe and it really depends on what it's what you're doing and, and and what value is it bringing to you. You know, say, for instance, uh, you know what? Let me give you a quick story. All right. So, uh, you know, about seven years ago, I thought about starting General Fitness Company. And I was in a a studio where I was doing pretty good for myself. You know, I had a a solid book of clients, I was, you know, bringing in pretty good money, I was paying off bills, saving money, and I was doing pretty good. Uh, However, you know, I was in a, I was at the point in my, at my job where I just didn't feel like I had any Potential to grow. You know, I felt like I was going to be a personal trainer forever and that's not what I wanted to be. You know, like I had the, I was at the point where I wanted to, you know, where I wanted to do something else. I was making decent money and, you know, I had uh, great relationships with my clients and the people I work with. I was doing really well for bringing, you know, the new business into the company that I was at. Uh, but I just wasn't feeling fulfilled. So in that case, uh, yeah, quitting. Probably is a good. It probably was a good idea, uh, just because you know, I wasn't feeling fulfilled. You know, I had everything that I that you would potentially want from you know that endeavor. However, I just wasn't feeling fulfilled. I needed to do more with my time. So. You know, I started thinking about starting my own company and that, you know, took me about a year to actually wrap my mind around that. And then, you know, it took me another year or so to actually start executing just because, you know, I was really comfortable where I was. Like I said, I was making decent money. So why would you want to quit something where you're making decent money? And on top of that, people are, you know, pretty nice to you. You know, it was like it was a pretty good job, to be honest with you. But again, it just wasn't fulfilling uh whatever that I, whatever, you know, hole that I had in my in my soul, I should say, uh, from, you know, I don't know, I just could say that it just wasn't fulfilling that hole in my soul that just needed to be filled. So I, I moved on, you know, I moved on. And a lot of people, <laughs> believe me, a lot of people said it was a, not a good idea, including uh, my own mother, she said it wasn't a great idea. Uh, but you know, I just, I went for it. And, you know, after the first two years, I have to tell you, it did not look like a good idea. (laughs) In fact, you know, there was a time where I had, you know, my electricity cut off and I was, it was about about a good, probably about a good three weeks. I had no electricity. So I was like, you know, I was trying to be at home and do all the stuff that I needed to do in the light, you know, like washing dishes and taking a shower every once in a while. I'd come home late and I was like, I got a shower and I don't have any, I don't have any lights. So, I have to use my phone to <laughs> my phone flashlight to finish the job here. Uh, but yeah, I mean that was the way it went down for about a good month, and there were some times where I just I couldn't eat for a while. So you know, it just it just didn't seem like the right thing. And in uh, that time, I was thinking, you know, should I quit? You know, like I don't I don't have the money for this, and it doesn't look seem like the money's coming in. And said, you know, so that was about two thousand twenty, and then it went into two thousand you know I was about two and a half years in. I had started this officially uh two thousand seventeen about June that was when about we when we officially opened the doors, so it was about two and a half years in, and I just felt like, man, i am just we're not I'm not going anywhere, and this isn't really doing its thing, so I started plotting and started thinking about like what my exit strategy would be. And then, you know, COVID hit, you know, like it was the end of 2020. They're talking about this weird viruses in China that we have to be careful of because it might get to America. And then, you know, January, February started rolling around and, you know, people weren't too nervous here. You know, people were starting to talk about it. And then March hit. And then March of 2021 had to more or less, you know, shut the doors to new to new clients and had to figure out a new game plan. So you know, I was really like, kind of like, all right, I should definitely quit. I was definitely thinking about quitting and I was like, well, I should you know, hang up, <laughs> hang up the, the entrepreneur shoes and, you know, go back to the, you know, the world of employee. But, uh, the funny thing happened, you know. I just, in the back of my mind, just thought, like, you know, maybe I should just give it another try. And and the thing is that with that with that COVID thing, it just it offered me a different challenge. It actually opened my eyes to the opportunity that I had as an entrepreneur. Uh, I saw a lot of people that were you know, really uh, struggling and complaining about their issues. And for some reason, that just motivated me. I was, I was like, I don't want to be one of those people that's struggling and complaining. Uh, so it actually pushed me, you know, it pushed me in the direction of instead of quitting, uh, going the absolute opposite direction and, and going full board and trying to change my marketing strategy and thinking about my, my studio I have here in a different light. And so, you know, I started advertising my studio, doing some marketing, telling people you know about you know how we keep it well ventilated in here and how you know it's just a it's a private studio so there's not a lot of people here and you know, i uh, believe it or not i got a couple people that uh, jumped in and those people that jumped in really uh you know helped open up my eyes to the opportunities that i had in front of me that i really could do whatever i wanted and i could essentially you know i i i was running the ship, you know, I really, you know, I, for the first two and a half years, you know, I just felt like a personal trainer. I felt like I was doing what I was doing just in a, at the other gym, just at a different location. And but once I started getting the, those new clients, and once I actually started doing some real uh, marketing and advertising for uh, my company, I really felt like, hey, I'm going in the right direction, and this is uh, really something that I shouldn't quit. So y- you never know, but I'll tell you this. If you feel like, you know, like whatever you're doing is soul sucking, then you should absolutely quit because, you know, the, the, the question is, like, why are you doing that thing? You know, why are you doing that thing that is sucking your soul? And sometimes there's a really good reason. And if that is a really good, if you have a good enough reason, maybe you can put up with it just for a little bit. See, the thing is that, like, there's a difference between suffering and, and sacrifice. It's sometimes hard to decipher the difference, uh, but there is a difference between suffering and sacrifice. And the difference is that suffering is eternal, and it's going to only bring more suffering. That's how, it, that's how suffering works. If you feel like you're suffering in a job that you're in, uh, no matter how much money you're making, uh, no matter what you're trying to get to, um, you're going to associate that with the suffering. So unfortunately, say if you're trying to, you know, get uh, to a new position, you know, if you're trying to get more responsibility at work, if you're trying to make more money, uh, that whatever you're doing is just going to bring more suffering. You know, if you get more more responsibility and that's what you're looking for, if you're putting yourself through the grind uh, to get more responsibility as an employee at work uh you're going to find that you're just going to suffer even more when you get that responsibility if you are you know putting in the extra hours so you can get some more money uh so maybe you can you know i don't know buy something or you know do something take a trip or do something that uh, is, is uh, uh that is you know extracurricular with your money maybe even buy a house maybe buy a car or whatever you're looking to do uh, you're gonna suffer because of the fact that when you work those extra hours, you're gonna be taking away from your actual joy in your life. So uh, when you get that thing, that's gonna be like that thing. It's gonna be the thing that saved you from your suffering. But the only thing is that that thing that you bought, whether it's a car or a house or you know or a trip it's just going to always remind you of the time that you suffered and you should never look back at suffering with fondness fondness i said fondness but you should never look back at suffering with fondness uh, just because it's it's not a healthy thing to do because it's just going to remind you of the fact that you know you had to suffer for what you're getting and you're just going to associate everything that you need to get, everything that you want in your life uh, with suffering. So you're going to just find that you're going to do other things that involve suffering to get you get the thing that you want. And you're going to be pet- perpetually suffering because you're going to always be looking for that next thing. And that next thing is always going to pr- provide you with more suffering. Essentially, you're going to be looking for something to escape from the suffering. Uh, but the thing that you're going to be doing is suffering to escape from the suffering. And then when you get to that, quote unquote, escape, you're going to have to suffer more to get out of that. So essentially, you're just going to be getting into this perpetual cycle of suffering. And that cycle just goes deeper and deeper down the hole because you're going to have to do more and more. So sacrifice, that's a little bit different because what you're doing is that you're giving up something now for something that is, you know, more or less promised later on. And, you know, obviously we know nothing is promised, but the fact is that with sacrifice, you enjoy the journey more, you know, like sacrifice is not something that you enjoy, uh, but you do uh, because you know that at the end, you are going to get to that thing, or at least you hope you're going to get to that thing. And that actually brings up another story. I actually had this uh, conversation with a client today. Uh, she was telling me about you know, how she's been steadily losing weight. I, I applaud her because she literally has lost uh, almost a hundred, over a hundred pounds actually over the past month or excuse me, the past month, the past year. How about that? Wouldn't that be wild? Uh, but no, over the past year and uh, over the past couple of weeks, She's plateaued, and it's the first plateau she's had in the, uh, since she started this weight loss journey. So you know it was a little emotionally charged situation that we had uh, today when we were talking about her situ, her her, uh, her fitness journey. So you know we had a little talk. We talked about you know how you know this difference between suffering and sacrifice, and and I told her you know it's like you get to these points sometimes, no matter what you're doing. We all have plateaus, but in those times when you have the plateaus, that's when it's important to think about what you're doing. Are you suffering or are you sacrificing? So, we know that there's only two ways you can actually get to that goal of losing weight. You either A, eat less food, which is not necessarily healthy, uh unless you're eating an extraordinary amount of calories. Uh, you know that's it 's not really necessary for your average diet, uh, but the other thing would be to you know be more active when she started working out with me and we had more consistent training. she started coming in once a week uh, she ended up doing more walking and she says she still doesn 't enjoy the walking, but now she understands that she feels that she has to do it and it be it 's become part of her routine, and that is the difference between su- suffering and sacrifice because We know that there's only if there's a limited amount of ways that you can get to that goal. And sometimes you're not going to do the things or sometimes you're going to do the things that you feel like are going to get you to that goal. And they still won't get you that to that point, which is obviously uh, very emotionally charging for a lot of people. Uh, But if you look at what you've been doing. And you think about how it's getting you to your goal. Whether it's, you know, whether you're seeing quote unquote progress or not, you can think about what the behaviors that they're, uh, what they are um, having you recreate. And these behaviors that she's recreating is, you know, she's more active, she's eating healthier, and she's changing her outlook and her perspective on health overall. You know, like before she used to think about, uh, she needed to earn her food and that's not her, you know, that's not way the way she thinks anymore. She thinks like food is a healthy thing and that what's really the thing that's missing from her life is the, the attitude And it. Like, again, it's not the attitude that she needs to love exercise, but the attitude that this is a necessary part of her goal. So. That's, you know, I think that's important and an important, an important distinction to make, uh, when you're thinking about quitting. It's like, are am I doing this thing that is not getting me, uh, to where I want? That's really what you have to look at. You know, that's at the end of the day, it's like, you know, are you, are you doing the things that are going to get you to your goal? You know, like, and are you doing, or are you just trying to do the things, uh, that you think will get you to your goal? Uh, you know, like your you know, your conscious, your conscious will definitely would tell you, you know, if you're getting, if you're doing the right things to get you to your goal. I, you know, it's just, we have a weird way of in, intuiting those things. Like, is this really helping me overall? Or is this going to be something that is, you know, just going to satisfy my, uh, satisfy my desire for this particular period in time? You know, it's also like, you know, it's kind of like thinking about. I was thinking of a Valentine's day candy, you know, <laughs> like you can eat all the candy you want or Halloween candy, you know, you can You hand the candy you want. You know, you can feel good about it in that moment of time. But you know, if your goal is to, to be healthy, you know, obviously that's not going to be, that's, you know, even though you feel good, you're going to definitely suffer for that afterwards because you're going to realize that, you know, you're not living in just that moment. You're, gonna, you're living in many, many, many moments in the, into the future as well. So I've talked about this before. So, uh, I guess we can also think about it this way that, you know, you're not just you, but you're a multitude of views that extend expands over or extends over time. And so, you know, if, if you're just thinking about the view that's living in the moment all the time, well, then you're just not going to be prepared for the things that are going to be coming to you. uh, Should you uh, make a decision that is not. that That doesn't. Uh, take and, take the future versions of yourself into account. So, yeah, I mean, the, this is the this is the meat and potatoes here. This is uh, really the how do we we can sum this up here is that if something is you know really pulling at your soul that uh, to um, make a change make that change, I wouldn't really worry about the consequences because the consequences of you staying in something uh, that is not for you are going to be far greater than the consequences of you following your your heart, and you're far following your desires. But again, the, the other side of that is just make sure that you understand that sacrifice and suffering are two different things, and sometimes you have to sacrifice to get to the things that you want to get to. So it just is what, it, you know, and I got another great story, I think, about about that. I have a, I have a, a good friend. I mean, this happened about four years ago now. And I think I've told this story before, too. But it's worth sharing again. You know, I had a friend that I used to write these daily emails. I used, You know, I still have these daily emails. But uh, my friend used to uh, get these daily emails. It's a friend that I actually had made uh, through work and uh, through one of my other jobs. And that friend was, uh, you know, was telling me that they didn't want to work at their job anymore. They were actually, was, we both had this part-time job. And, you know, I had I had other things I was doing. And my friend had their full-time job. And they just weren't happy at that full-time job. And they always wanted to move to Arizona. So, you know, I, I remember writing a few emails uh, thinking about my friend and, you know, more or less coaxing them, you know, a, you know, I write these emails out to uh, my client list and people that are, you know, associated with my, with my company. And so I remember uh, I tore, you know, when my friends started making those decisions or started thinking about it, about that, that Arizona trip. It started, I started to get more and more emails back of saying, like, I'm thinking about doing it. I think I'm going to do it. And eventually, you know, just one day, my friend decided to just take all their money out of their uh, 401k, cash it out, and said, you know what? I'm going to make this happen. I only lived once. My friend was almost 50 years old and said, you know, it's no time like the present to make these things happen. I've been working at this other job for almost 20 years, and... Uh, and it's just time to go. And I was like, you know what? You might be right. It's about that time. I mean, that's kind of what I was saying in the emails, <laughs> more or less. So go ahead and make that 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 change, you know. And that was it was uh, pretty tough because my friend had quit their job, and they literally just could not find. It just seemed like. After they quit their job, everything worked against them to get out to Arizona. They couldn't find a way to get out there. Uh, They couldn't find an apartment. They couldn't find a way to sell their stuff. But once my friends started thinking more and more about leaving, started visualizing being in Arizona, started thinking about uh, their life in Arizona and not being here anymore, uh, all of a sudden things started coming together. You know? So and when those, so, you know, those little things and those little things started coming together uh, n- because they stopped suffering and instead of suffering, they thought about the things that they needed to do to make that goal happen. So my friends started talking to people about like going to Arizona and weird things started happening when we started talking to people about going to Arizona all of a sudden somebody popped up and said hey you know uh I can drive you out there you know and my friend ended up you know getting a ride out there uh while while they you know while they were making the the arrangements for that that ride uh there uh, an apartment opened up so you know it was kind of wild because they actually were going to go out there without an apartment but my friend actually Within a span of about a about six weeks, after it really became something that they believed in, and I have to say, I'm really amazed and impressed by that. Because you know, I, I, although I was saying that before, I never, I didn't believe it wholeheartedly. You know, I always felt like you know you got to just put your nose to the grindstone and work it out, and and you know, suffer your way into it, and eventually it'll come come to pass. But once I saw that my friend. When they made that switch, you know, my friend actually made that switch mentally and decided that, like, this is going to happen, they didn't just think about it, right? It wasn't just thinking about it. It went from that suffering, you know, putting yourself in this suffering, like, oh, I can't do this, or, oh, this is so terrible. It it went from that suffering to, oh, that's in the past. This is what's going to happen now. I'm going to move on to this thing. And essentially, like I said, within a six week span, things just started falling together. So, but there's a fine line here. And a fine line is that like, you can't burn your bridges, you know, like if you burn your bridges, then you essentially leave yourself with no other options. And that's, you know, while sometimes that may be kind of good at the end of the day, it may lead to more suffering just because, you might look back and say i burnt that bridge what the hell was i doing and you lose confidence you lose faith you lose belief but you lose faith and you lose belief and when you lose those things then those then you're it it become it goes uh, uh, further away from sacrifice into suffering uh, because without that belief without that faith all you're gonna see and all you're gonna believe are the things that are not going to lead you to where you need to be. So I guess to sum this up is, 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 is if you're in a situation where you are, feel like you don't want to be in it, don't focus on the fact that you don't want to be in that situation. Focus on where you want to be. Focus on the things that you want to do. And you may be stuck for a little bit doing those things that you don't want to do. Cause that's just life sometimes, but, don't make it something, don't make it you know an everlasting journey, you know, like set a de- detonation set a destination, you know, put a point in time, put a pin down and say, this is where it stops. And I guarantee you, I've seen it happen, you know, like it <laughs> sometimes you know it, you, you get lucky, but I've seen it more often than not, where if you just believe and you start putting your actions. Start making those actions follow that belief. Eventually, things will work out for you. But in any situation, you should always at least hedge your bets. <laughs> Just saying, you know, it's always good to be a little safe. So, yeah, I think that's that's, that's probably gonna be your the best way to look at that. It's like let your aspirations meet your actions, but at the same time. You know, hedge your bets. Maybe don't have a plan B completely, completely, you know, like set up because uh, they say that uh, you are like, I think, 66% less likely to succeed if you have a plan B. You know, like maybe have a plan B as like a second thought or an afterthought. But absolutely, you know, try to execute on plan A. And most of the time, if you really are, you know, believe in your plan A, it will work out. All right, so that does it for my day. I hope you don't quit listening to this uh, podcast because I really do appreciate you listening. I hope that you tell your friends, family, and loved ones about this as well as strangers because everybody needs to hear this. We don't want you to quit. You are just... I have have a feeling uh, if you're listening to this and if you're telling people about this, you're a special person. So get other special people out there to listen to this episode and maybe listen to this podcast in general so they can uh, change their life and maybe... uh, Live a little bit happier. Alright, that does it. I'll check you later. And as always, keep good going.